0: all right we are live good morning again nice to see you all again welcome to our development seminar Uh, as i'm sure you know the subject of this morning's development seminar is how to use social media particularly to our business Um, particular to building channels being able to prospect connect people successfully into the business and so We are going to explore the world and the pitfalls of engaging in social media. And because social media is public, I get to go and see what most of you are doing out there. And over the last three years, it's forced us to implement systems where we suspend people that break our code of conduct. So it can be fairly serious uh, with regards to what some people do. On, uh, on social media platforms. And so we're going to go through all the pros and cons, how to leverage social media to your benefit, what to l- look out for. And then, wonderfully, we've got the opportunity to listen to two of our biggest wealth engineers in the business that are both leveraging social media to be able to prospect. And the wonderful thing is that they've got completely different approaches to it, and they both work, right? So we're going to be looking at that. All right. So if we look into the world of social media, it becomes undeniable... Um, when we understand the power that social media is taking on, and it is increasing every single year, perhaps every single month. Um, We have currently in South Africa about 54% of our population is online, so they've got access to the internet. Uh, Of that 31 million uh, online, we have 23 million that are on social media. So that's a massive amount. Um, And if we think about the engagement that these people have on a daily basis, Uh, The stat shows that it's just short of three hours a day that people are spending on social media. That's the average over 23 million individuals are spending on social media. This is personal time that people are engaging uh, social media platforms on the internet. And so, I'll say it again, it is undeniable the power that social media has today from a business perspective. All right. And majority, well, all of those people, so this was a step that I found hard to believe, but all the people on social media in South Africa, all 23 million, they're all on Facebook. right? So there are a plethora of social media platforms currently available in South Africa, but we're going to be speaking majority uh, of this dev um, at Facebook and uh, but the principles apply across many social media platforms so we've got Twitter interestingly enough Twitter is actually declining in South Africa Instagram is on the up uh, YouTube is up there with Facebook uh, in terms of bandwidth requirements uh, Netflix is up uh, some of the messenger apps so Facebook messenger whatsapp um, a couple of those are you know they, they kind of Start overlapping with regards to what we call social media, but we still refer to them as messenger apps, even though there's a lot of social activity that happens on those apps. But what we're going to be discussing this morning is going to apply to everything. And what I want you to take away is I want you to take away the principles of what we're going to be discussing, because the principles will cover everything that we talk about and any social media platform and any engagement that you have, even beyond social media, even in business and in life, we can address these things. So the first thing we're going to look at are the principles. So I've kind of narrowed it down to four principles. They are very straightforward. Be credible, be likable, be helpful, be proficient. And when you do anything, you can always... I love having, uh, in my life, in business especially, I like to have what I call qualifying questions. If I do something, I ask myself a couple of questions. Is this credible? Is it likable? Is it helpful? And am I being proficient? Right? These are straightforward things. So let's look at each of them in a little bit of depth. Be credible. So... A couple of attributes with regards to building credibility are being trustworthy, being consistent, being authentic, being honest, being vulnerable, and being principled. The problem with social media is that it builds up a timeline of your life. It's almost like having a CV. It's actually more authentic than a CV, right? Because we say many things on our Uh, on our timelines that we wouldn't include in our CVs, right? And a lot of businesses are even asking people to submit their social media platform profile links so that your business can go, or the prospective business that's looking at hiring you can go look at who you really are. And ideally, you want this timeline to be a credible timeline. People want to be able to go into your timeline and look at this person, look at your public page and go, ah, this person does look trustworthy. Because no transaction will ever take place without trust. Never. If it does, you've been scammed. Right? But any legitimate transaction, whether it's you trying to get married, go on a date, get a job, prospecting someone into your dew point business, it doesn't matter what the transaction is. Trust always has to be part Before that transaction takes place. And so it is paramount that if you want to engage in social media, that you have a credible story to tell. One that is consistent. One that is authentic. You know, I hear this term being bandied around, fake it until you make it. That's going to be fake it until someone finds out and then you'll never make it. Right? That's the honest one. Be authentic. Authentic is not about being perfect. We're all infallible. Right? Or fallible, should I say. Be honest. And if you're going to be authentic and honest, you have to be vulnerable. Right? Let people find out who you are. You don't have to be perfect. But at least people, if they're able to see an authentic version of you, they will trust you more. And then principled. Have principles in place. Doesn't mean we're going to break up, not going to break up principles with time, but if you've got these principles in place, if you think about them and if you Always try and move closer towards those principles. You will develop a timeline, a persona online that will help you leverage social media. Then we've got be likable. It doesn't matter whether someone trusts you or not. People don't want to be in business with people they don't like. Why do you think in professional business there's so much socializing that happens? I used to do a lot of work for the, uh, for the banks in South Africa and develop some relationships with the trading desks. And that's where all the money was happening on the trading desk. There were young people there making absolute fortunes and socialising was a massive part of doing business. They went away on weekends. I know regulators are trying to clamp down on all of this, but if we look at it from a human nature point of view, people like to do business with people that they like. And so socialising is a massive aspect of it. You'll often hear people talking about doing business on the golf course or taking clients out to lunch. Be likeable. How easy is it to smile? Show me your smiles. I don't want to see your grumpy faces. Show me your smiles. I don't care if you're cold or not. Show me your smiles. Be optimistic. Again, be authentic, right? People don't like people that seem to be coming across as contrived and fake. Be authentic. It doesn't mean that you moan constantly, it just means that you're honest about your feelings, right? And then be helpful. Now, being helpful. Being helpful is actually about asking questions. Being helpful is about knowing the other person and what their needs are. And so, offer your help. Ask someone if you can help them. Listen to them. Define expectations. This works both ways. When you get involved in this business, you look at some of our wealth engineers. I mean, Lynette was telling me uh, she did one post on a social media group where she got 900 responses. Imagine trying to help 900 people. And so when you start doing this business, you actually have to define those boundaries for yourself, what you're prepared to do and what you're not prepared to do, right? You have to respect your own time. And so being helpful is not just giving yourself 100% to every Tom, Dick, and Harry that wants your help. Define those expectations and those boundaries for yourself and the people that you're helping um, and acknowledge people that come into your life. Acknowledge them. The dew point is not about using people. We're not using people to get 55 Rand out of them. We're trying to connect people to a system that will change their lives, right? And so this business is actually about helping people, right? So acknowledge the people that come into your life because it's a two-way relationship at due point, right? You helping them, they're helping you. And then always express gratitude, right? It's great when someone gives you a compliment, don't you think? You're looking at me like, oh, my wife hasn't complimented me in five years. <laughs> it's great when someone compliments you. So do it often and frequently, especially when it's deserved, right? Be appreciative of the people that come into your life with regards to dew And then be proficient. Know what you're doing. Become an expert at dew point. Don't waste people's time. And so you've got to be competent. When you're competent, people will depend on you more. When people are more dependent on you, they will express more freely of what help they need. And then you can solve their problems more easily, right? Be knowledgeable. When you start out, you won't have a lot of knowledge in this business. But with time and very quickly, you can become an expert at DewPoint point if you press into wanting to become knowledgeable. Because when someone asks you something, you mustn't stand there going um umming and ah ahhing and, uh, I don't know, go look at a dev seminar, right? Try help them. Show them that you are an expert at dew point. People want to always, they always levitate towards the experts. right? You think about all the people that you're attracted to, the people that you look up to. These are people that are extremely competent and proficient in their areas of expertise. Become one of those experts and be efficient. Again, it's about respecting people's time. right? You want to do things quickly and it's about respecting your own time. If you are umming and eyeing and trying to look up things and trying to figure out things and you're not sure what's going on, it's not very efficient. You're going to be wasting your time, especially when you get 900 responses to one post. You've got to be efficient. Okay, So these are base principles that we can apply not only to building channels or prospecting, but to life. These are great principles. They are reflected in one of the most famous business books in existence today. My father had this book on his table. I remember this. This is the cover. I took the same cover that he had. There's about 10 different covers today because the book was published in 1936. 15 million copies sold. It is ranked, I think, number 19 in the most influential books of all time. The principles we've just spoken about, Dale Carnegie reflects them in his book. So if you want to become an expert at those principles, to understand them with a little more depth and knowledge than what I've explained to you in the last 10 minutes, go get the book. Go get it, right? Every business person had this book. And a great quote that I found on the book when he talks about influence, he says, the only way on earth to influence other people, to get people to come to an intro presentation, to get people to listen to dew point, is to talk about what they want and then offer them the solution to it. How often do we just have the same story for everyone we go prospect? You can't have the same story. You have to ask questions first. I, was, uh, I follow a couple of podcasts that I listen to in the car. That's the only good thing about living in Eden Valley is that I get 40 minutes each way to listen to podcasts in my car in the traffic. One of the podcasts I was listening to was a, uh, a guy who does sales. He does prospecting in the States. He's earning what is he earning? He's earning a million dollars a year. So that's about a million rand a month that he's earning. And he only connects about five, six people a month into his business. But he's been doing it for 20, 30 years. And whenever he meets a prospect, he never talks about the business in the first meeting. Never, ever. His first meeting, that when he meets anyone, he tries to find out as much as he can about those people. <coughs> and only days later will he phone them and say, You know what, I think I've got a solution to that problem you spoke to me about. All right, so go watch that. We've got some people to you listen first to. You just
1: need to establish your credibility, and it took me two years. I'm posting
2: every single day. You know what? People are actually looking what is happening in your life daily. So what you portray there, what you write there, what you post there, it says a lot about you. You're establishing your
1: own brand. You need to brand yourself on Facebook so that people know if they look up your name, they know where you are who you are what are you doing for how long have you been doing this and this is not an instant you know you can't uh, create credibility in an
2: instant i prefer to keep my timeline clean in fact it's who i am you know when somebody goes there they see if you want to see who's this person first thing first they go to your timeline so your timeline says a lot about you so it cannot be confusing Today you are something else, tomorrow you are something else. If You have to be persistent. You have to be consistent anyway, again. Because remember that we are in business here. You can only build a business with someone that you trust. My,
1: my main, main principle is always
2: be honest. Never say things
1: that's not true. You know, I can, if I say something on Facebook, I can vouch for it. I, it's true, because people try to impress people by putting up uh, untruths on their Facebook pages. People will catch you out and they will never believe you. I've been posting the same thing, I'm saying the same thing over and over and over again and i believe that people now still believe me that what i'm saying is true and i think as the years is
2: going forward it will get better and better but personally i used to like i I use facebook for business purely on business if you go to my timeline it's about my social life but my social life is linked to my business life because that's what i do daily that is my life
1: Creating credibility for a new person is not instant. You have to be there. You have to do it over and over again. And people want to see you and know you.
0: All right. So Lynette and Pumi were kind enough to uh, allow us to interview them. And they reflected those exact same principles about consistency, that it doesn't happen overnight. Credibility is always built over time. Right, And so let's look at practically what we can do. So what can we do from now on to try leverage social media to our benefit um, a little more easily? It starts with your profile. And your profile should be a story showcasing the best of you. It's like a CV that is a lot longer. It has more depth to it. It's got more timeline to it. It's more authentic. right? And so you should already start to think, oh, I better delete a couple of things off my timeline. Okay, so let's look at it step-by-step on how you can start building your profile. Now, this will apply to Facebook, but it will apply to most social media platforms. Number one, your profile photo. Who's got those, the lips and the, like it's a Tinder photo. It's business, right? If you want your social media platform to work for you in business, you have to look at it from that point of view. And so have a professional profile photo. I know some of us have had our smartphones for very long and the lens is starting to get scratched and you take a photo and it looks like you're looking through a (laughs) dirty fishbowl at the person (laughs) and the thing. You go get someone who's got a brand new smartphone to take a photo of you so that your profile photo looks perfect. It must look awesome. It must look professional. Cover photo, the same thing. Nowadays you can put videos on the cover photo so you can try using a video as well but make sure the cover photo is also again professional your professional bio a lot of the social media platforms allow you to put a biography of your professional experience this lends to credibility and so if you've studied education anything that you can show off about with regards to your history professionally put it there if they see that you've worked at corporates put your work experience into your biography it gives you credibility there's an about section Here is where you can express what your page is about. So people can understand what your interests, what your aspirations are, and they will very quickly understand whether they can align with you or not. So if it's about entrepreneurship, speak about entrepreneurship in there. If it's about creating income, if it's about getting by, if it's about creating a better life for your family in South Africa, go express yourself there. It allows people to connect to who you are very quickly. Original content... You have to start posting original content. I see a lot of timelines where they've just, they only share other people's content onto their timeline. They've gone and plagiarized from other profiles and Facebook uh, pages. You have to produce your own content. We'll speak about that uh, a little more in depth. Share content. So yes, by all means, share other people's content. Uh, So you're going to be doing that. Go review your past content. So like I alluded to a little earlier, you might think, "Oh, I better take that photo when I was dancing on the table that one time. <laughs> right? Go review your entire timeline. So when you let, speak to Pumi and Lynette, they are very aware of what they're posting, and they have been doing that for the last few years already. So if you're new to this and you want to start using social media, go back into your timeline and go look at what's appropriate and what isn't appropriate from a business point of view. You might have your own opinions about all kinds of things. Religion, race, sex, all that type of stuff. Remove it from a business profile. right? Go look at the comments. There might be some inappropriate comments on some of the posts. Remove the stuff if you want to do business on social media platforms. Join groups and like pages. This again will allow people to start associating you to a speciality. So if it's entrepreneurship... You will go like groups and pages associated to entrepreneurship. It allows you to be seen as an expert in the field or someone that is. I've got a—it's uh, actually my wife's uh, stepbrother uh, that she grew up with, and he runs his own business. But that guy is all over the place. And he's connected to every entrepreneur in South Africa, the entrepreneurs overseas, the guys that come to speak. His timeline is always filled with these things. And so what happens, and I reflected on this this morning, is that I start to see him as someone who is very focused on entrepreneurship. More so than anyone else in my social circle. Whether it's true or not, right? Because I haven't spoken to him particularly about entrepreneurship. But if I look at his timeline, I look at who he's associating with... I start to form this picture in my mind, okay, he must be very focused on entrepreneurship. He probably knows what he's talking about and he probably knows a good opportunity when he sees one. You can do the same thing. Start associating yourselves with people that are leaders in the niche that you decide to align yourself with. And then follow industry leaders, very similar to joining groups and the like pages. So there are a lot of personal profiles up uh, of people that are very much leaders in their fields that you can follow, and then call to action buttons. So if you create a business page on Facebook, it's just called a Facebook page as opposed to a Facebook profile. On a Facebook page, you can have a call to action button. That is, tell me more, call me, find out more, whatever. You can set that button to whatever. That is a great call to action little button to get people to engage with you quite quickly and easily. We call it a call to action button. So this is a great way to start, right? A great way to review Your profile, Uh, you will ask yourself the question, well, do I start a Facebook page or a profile page? You need to make that decision Um, with regards to creating content. So that's the second part. You've now reviewed your personal profile. Now you're going to start producing content going forward, right? So how does that look? Make sure that you have a system in place that allows you to create content regularly. Don't disappear for three months, right? Be intentional about the content that you create, create a schedule for yourself. So yeah, at Dewpoint we know we've got to create content on our Facebook page daily. There's a schedule that we have, we know what's going on, it's now part of life for the people that work at Dewpoint, we do it every single day. Be engaging, so the content that you produce, ask the question always, is this engaging? Is it going to help boost my profile with regards to how I want people to see me, or is it just completely arbitrary? You know, maybe you've got a strange sense of humor and you think certain things are funny. You don't have to post all of that stuff up, right? So it's just an easy question about is the post, is the content that I'm sharing on my Facebook profile or on any social media platform engaging? And then give everything context. Stuff must have context, particular to the niche that you're aligning with. So if it's entrepreneurship, you want your posts to be be entrepreneurial somehow, right? There's a. It can be very broad. It can be... Directly connected to how to make money or it could be, oh, how do we start mitigating the risk of inflation in our country? Or how am I going to afford petrol when it goes up next month? You know, those posts can take on many forms, but their context is always around opportunity, income creation, entrepreneurship. So be aware of the context of your posts always and then always offer a look into your personality when you do posts you can go out and share things when you share things you can comment on them you don't just have to share it without commenting give people insight to who you are because otherwise you are just vanilla right no one knows who you are if you're just sharing stuff and you're not giving an insight into what your personality is like what your feelings about certain topics are so always have a personal touch on some of the posts that you put out and then some of the posts can be valuable So when I started the Dev Seminar, I started with all those statistics about social media. That immediately might have said to you, wow, social media is bigger than I thought. People spending three hours a day on average. Right? Your posts on your social media platforms can be similar in nature where they're valuable. Because if they're valuable, people will see them as informative. They will see there's value in following Rob. On social media because he comes up with all this stuff. He's gone and done some research. He's shared some opinions. He's shared statistics. Stuff that I wouldn't found. It's easier to follow Rob than go do my own research. He must be an expert at entrepreneurship. right? And so try have make make sure some of your posts are valuable. So in terms of creating content, those are some very basic rules on creating content. And now people are going to start engaging with you. So interaction. What does interaction look like or what should it look like? Number one, respond timelessly to anyone that engages with you. Right? There is nothing, for me, I don't know for you, for me there is nothing more infuriating than people that don't get back to me. Like it drives me nuts. It drives me nuts. We were looking at getting solar power put into our house. The guy came and did an assessment on the house. He had some software that did a satellite photo of the house and the roof and where he could put the solar panels. And then he just never sent us a quote. I had to ask him again, and he still didn't send it. He must be a billionaire. (laughs) right? Get back to people timelessly. So have a system in place. If you've got a policy that you get back to people in the same day or within two hours, because on Facebook, it'll tell you there, this person responds. So Facebook is calculating how quickly you respond. It'll say on your page, they respond almost instantly, or they respond the same day or within 24 hours. Qualify individuals. Qualify individuals. You don't have to connect and help every single person that engages with you on social media. right? And so you want to qualify people from a quality point of view because you're going to end up having to invest time into these individuals. And so you can go check their profile page and go, do I really want this person in my business? Be concise. Don't waste people's time. Don't talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. When you've got 900 people responding to a post... Sharp and snappy. Listen to what they're saying so that you can give them the concise answer. Right? Be respectful to your time and other people's time. Be professional always. Spelling and grammar. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Right? I know. So someone might engage with you in English or Afrikaans or Zulu or Cosa or whatever the case is. But please just try to be better. Just try improve your spelling, improve your grammar, right? I'm not telling you you have to be perfect at whatever language that you have to engage in, but try be better because it makes an impression. I don't care what you think. You might be a millennial. You might be 18 years old and say, this is the way I talk. People form an opinion about you based on many things. Spelling and grammar is one of them, right? Be professional in the way you speak to people always, Ask questions, extremely important, right? We touched on this already. Find out about people, ask questions so that you can give them the concise answer. You don't have to waste anyone's time. Listen, listen, and listen. Keep listening to people. If you find that you're talking more than what you're listening, there's a problem. Jane said to me yesterday, you've got two ears and one mouth for a reason. (laughs) Double your listening, half your talking. All right? Get to know people, discover their need. That's the only way you're going to discover their needs, by asking questions and listening to people. I promise you, it will increase your prospecting success exponentially if you adopt this principle of listening. If someone comes up to me and tells me, just out the blue, I'm walking through Mala, Africa, and someone grabs me and says, I've got a business opportunity for you. I might judo them onto the floor and say, leave me alone. Weirdo. But, If I engage in small talk to somebody and I feel comfortable enough to share with them, like, this flipping petrol is getting crazy, and I made a mistake of buying a Ford Ranger which drinks so much petrol, I don't know what we're going to do. The petrol's going to keep going up. They reckon it's going to get to 20 Rand a litre. That person that I'm talking to, who's part of Dewpoint, goes, You know, I might be able to help you. Give me your number. And maybe I give him my number or not, right? But at least I have rapport. I've started some rapport with the person. And a couple of days later, he says, you know what? I've been thinking about your issue with the petrol price. I can, I can get you involved in something that will make you an extra two grand a month. Will that help you with the petrol issue? Now I'm like, wow, this person cares about me. Instead of the person rugby tackling me like a stranger saying, I've got a business opportunity for you. Watch the presentation. Watch it. Watch it right don't do that discover their needs because only once you discover their needs can you solve their pain and if you solve their pain they realize that they don't that you don't have your interest at heart you have their interest at heart they will feel a lot more comfortable and more trusting of what you have to say all right so there's some rules with regards to interaction
1: active recruiting is where you speak to people you never stop Recruiting people where you speak to people, that will never stop. People expect if they they send out a hundred or a thousand invites, then um, all of them will return. No, it's about 1%. uh, That's the average. Not everybody reacts immediately. I think the stat shows that people need to get 8 to 12 times to know about a new thing before they will react, not even join. So my idea is if I keep on giving people information and things, later on they will come back, and they do. You know, I've, I'm sowing seeds, and I am keep on sowing seeds every single day. And once that seedling is ready to start growing, it will come back to me because they know me, they've established a sort of relationships with me and uh, I talk to people, Out of I will comment on some of their things and if they talk later on you ask them what you're, what you're doing and you add a person to your group, I've des- I have created a group for my group and everybody joins the group and you even put your prospects on that group, then I send them a message and I um, tag them to a video or the announcement post or whatever. And they can see and they can ask questions and they communicate with the leaders, which for me is a very good thing. And once they're ready, they come back to you and say, I'm ready now, I want to join. And it happens over over again. I try to respond as soon as possible. I've got a set um, script that I send them, and I've got a set video that I send them, and I've got, first I establish credibility, I tell them that it's a registered company, uh, and I will share the FSP number with them. And then I don't talk about products or anything, I tell them, about the Achievers Quest because I think the Achievers Quest is absolutely amazing. I always share the Facebook page stuff on my my um, community because new people can see it. And every time they on that co- uh, the group, I have, if you get new stuff, people see the message again. Uh, in January, I, I introduced 16 people, and those 16 people um, let my income grew with about. Three thousand Then in May I introduced 23 people and the 23 people in, uh, increased my income with about 5,000 grand. For me, uh, that's worth it. It doesn't matter what you do as long as you keep on doing as much as you can. So that's what I try to do.
2: Every day I'm on Facebook, you know. And I'm always looking on individuals that are also posting on Facebook. I follow them as well. I know that I'm also being followed. Mm -hmm. Firstly, is I invite people because those people are friends of people that I probably know. Some will accept, some they won't. But my whole intention is not to sign them. It's just for them to have an idea of, of my personal life and my business life with DuPont. They don't know me, they've never seen me, probably they've never even heard about me. But remember when you post on Facebook, it appears to everyone. So they are automatically exposed to my world. Somebody send friend request for you, you check their timeline, do I accept this one or not? I check whether you have done any type of business in your life or you working, then I can accept that. That those that I don't accept. But I've got people that I've signed at Ju Point that have been following me since twenty sixteen. I joined in the business. But I managed to sign them this year. People are actually watching you. They still they are following you. You know, they, they want to see what is happening in your life. When they accept me, I don't even say hey or write anything to them. I just keep them there for them to see what is happening. I'm exposing them to my world. They look at this same thing that I've been doing since 2016. And they see you consistent about it. They will definitely approach you about it. And they say, tell me more about this thing. Whenever I make a call to a person or they make a call to me, so I'm going to sign you up that it's me. If you're gonna have doubts or whatever the story, let me clear it on the phone before we even talk it on the WhatsApp or on sending messages and so forth. But the mistake people that they do. Tell me more about Two point. You guys are gonna do send the videos, do this and that, that. No, first thing first. What I do, I ask your number. I don't want a WhatsApp number. I want a contact number. I say, can I have your contact number? I phone the person. Hi, my name is Pumi. I mean, I'm actually responding from your inbox regarding that business opportunity. Are you, Like you said, you interested? Yes, tell me more about it. No, Point is a business opportunity that is open for people that are working or we are in business. Why I'm saying that, I make it clear. If you are not in business or you are not working, I'm not interested as well. If they say they enjoy work, we can meet for coffee up. Or- Pro and, or we can come to our head office in Bernstein. They come here, it actually shows them like, okay, this thing is real. But if they're not in Joburg, okay, we've got to have a, we're have we going to have a presentation at half past six today. Can I send you the link to connect them? Oh, no, I'm not going to have a data. Uh, then it's a red flag for me. Firstly, I want them to connect. Then I say, okay, what is your WhatsApp number? Let me send the info. Go through the info. I will phone you again right then they will go through the info and if they're not responding probably they're not interested you know if they're responding they're like oh this looks interesting i said let me phone you again get your business number let me get you started to the business
0: Hmm. so you can see Pumi and Lynette have very different approaches to it right but their principles that they use are both the same principles that we've discussed Right, so, actively what they're doing, so Pumi uses her personal profile to spy on people. Then she laughs when I say spying on people, right? And she will add them. So, it might be friends of friends. There's some context, some relationship there. She'll add people to her timeline. And she won't approach them. She'll just put on them on the timeline. And when you're on Pumi's timeline, what are you going to see? Mauritius cause money. Right? So, she's got this credibility. And she only then speaks to them once they contact her. She qualifies them, and then she goes straight in for the, doesn't, she doesn't mess about. She phones them, she qualifies them, and if any red flags pop up, she says, thanks for your time, cheers. Next, whereas Lynette approaches it almost very similar to what business approaches Um, Facebook marketing. So she's got her personal profile. She's also got a business page that she uses, which is a business community that she's built. She will go out and post actively on various groups about opportunity. She doesn't mention point ever, ever, right? And then out of all those posts that she does constantly, she will get responses. And then, as she said, she's got her scripts where she'll post back to people, And try to garner interest. And when people start to show interest, she will add them to her community page. Her community page has got prospects in the page as well as leaders. Because the other leaders in that community page lend credibility to the opportunity. She's not on her own in that community page. And then she'll take it from there. So very different approaches that both work. That both work. You're free to explore this world. If you stay true to the principles, you can try anything. All right? And there are people that we can learn from. So the internet's a beautiful thing because everything is available publicly. So one of my favourite people to follow is Gary Vaynerchuk, right? I hope you like swearing. I hope you like the f word because he's from New York and he uses it in every single sentence. But if you go look at the content that he does, so he's very much an entrepreneur, entrepreneur, and he leads one of the biggest uh, digital media agencies in the world, right? He runs campaigns for the biggest brands in America. He knows what he's talking about, and he shares content freely. Constantly, I think he's producing about 40 pieces of content a day, daily, right? And he reckons he should get to 400. Okay, so go look at what he does. Um, he's on every social media platform. Tony Robbins, also a great, another great proponent of entrepreneur, entrepreneurship as well as changing lives, empowering yourself, all of that. Go look at what he's doing. Uh, then some local people, we've got Wusi Tembekwai who is a very outspoken entrepreneur in South Africa. He's a wonderful speaker. He produces a lot of great content. He's very clear and concise about what he talks about when he talks about business. Great person to follow. Uh, And then we've got John Sanay, who's become very prominent only in the last year have I seen him around, but he's also producing a lot of content. Go look at the content that they're producing. These are great examples of professionally done profile pages that speak to trust and credibility. Right? And then you've got Points page. We produce one piece of content today, sometimes two. Um, but it is also a great opportunity for you to just share our stuff. You don't always have to produce your own stuff. Share our stuff, especially when you're new. Use us as your credibility. right? You can also link to other leaders in DuPont and let use them as leverage for credibility. right? You can go to Lynette and Patrick and Pumi. You might be in one of their channels. You don't even know it. Say, will you come hop onto my community page for a day? Simple as that, right? Get credibility, always. It's always about credibility um, and expertise. All right, then we get to the negative side. Please don't. Don't. What don't you do when you engage in social media? So if you go read your code of conduct, which I know you all know back to front, you can recite section 3.12 all the way down to 3.15, 3.15, these are what you may not do, particularly to promoting dewpoint in any way. So uh, I've kind of summarised this into three points. So if you go read that, it sounds fairly hectic, uh, and on this basis we can suspend you. And if you go do a search on uh, Google, you will see the graveyard of wealth engineers and the business pages that they've set up and all the different ways you can contravene the Code of Conduct and the FSB regulations, right? Uh, and we've tried to clear this up as much as possible. But if you go look there, and there might be some legitimate pages here, but if you go do a search on DuPont, you'll just see it is a plethora of uh, different business pages, um, the ones that stand out for me are the ones that use our logo as their profile photo. That just makes me want to scream. No one is going to create Dewpoint marketing better than Dewpoint. Do not imitate us. Don't try to imitate us. Don't go set up your Dewpoint Northwest page. Look there, Dewpoint Northwest. And then they've got easy Insurance as their profile photo. I, mean, I don't know what's going on in some people's minds, right? And so I've summed it up. Never use our Dewpoint logo on anything. Never, ever. You will never, ever create content that requires you to put a dewpoint logo on it. So don't do that. That's an easy rule to understand, right? Because people are always going to ask you, oh, what can I do? What can't I do? Three rules. Never mention Dewpoint in an ad or post on a public group. Now you're thinking, well, uh, what do I do? you speak about opportunity people if you come if i come to somebody and i speak to them immediately about Dewpoint, they know that i'm trying to push an agenda down their throats because i only i'm only representing Dewpoint. right but if i come to someone and i speak generally about income creation, about mitigating all these issues that we find in South Africa and around the world economically and trying to get by every single month. If I speak generally about opportunity and entrepreneurship, then people are more willing to listen to me, right? And then when I find out about their need, then I say, I know a business called Dewpoint that can help you. That's when you mention Dewpoint. You don't jump onto groups and say, "Oh, Dewpoint does this." Then everyone knows you represent Dewpoint. You're just trying to push Dewpoint, regardless of my needs. You don't mention Dewpoint on public forums. Mention any of Dewpoint's products ever. ever, 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 never ever anywhere. Do you mention Dewpoint products? You direct people to our website. You say Rob will talk about the products in the intro presentation. There is a video review on the website for each product. Right? You don't talk about products ever. Three simple rules. This will keep you, keep you clean, in DuPont's books. Okay? That's it. No more negative stuff. Back onto trends. So now, even for our experienced social media users, I've investigated some of the trends uh, that are currently happening around the world. Mostly from a business point of view, but there are some learnings here when we look at what's happening trend-wise with regards to social media. So rebuilding trust. Um, So the source here is Hootsuite. Hootsuite is a very popular platform for managing various social media platforms, and they do a lot of market research. Um, So 50% of their respondents agree that the need to personalise content and experiences is a key challenge, right? So here they reinforce credibility, right? Their respondents say it is one of the most important aspects to make sure that people producing content They're producing original content that's authentic, that you can trust, that you can believe, right? And so what you can do is start to target niche interests, because if you target niche interests, it means you become an expert in those interests. If you're just talking about anything and everything, you're not an expert. You're a jack of all trades, right? So design yourself from a niche interest point of view. If it's entrepreneurship, then focus on entrepreneurship, right? And then... Be able to include micro-influencers. So we spoke about liking groups, liking pages, bringing leaders into your group and your community to lend credibility to what you're doing. Activate those advocates, right? You might have a leader that's doing really well. Ask them to come join you or to just advocate what you're doing, right? Then we have got Storyfying social. So uh, a big trend which has actually been born out of Snapchats. I don't know if anyone uses Snapchat, Uh, Snapchat is massive in the States. Uh, It's very popular amongst the uh, younger people. Um, And the premise of Snapchat is that when you load content into that social media platform, it only lasts um, a short amount of time um, and has become very popular. And so the other social media platforms have started integrating what we call stories onto their platforms. So if you use Facebook, you'll know. At the top of Facebook... There is a whole row above your entire feed, your timeline, that says stories. And you can click on those stories, and it's like WhatsApp. WhatsApp, you've got statuses, right? Statuses are temporary. Stories are temporary. For some other reason, people like this. I don't understand it myself, but it is a developing trend. And so what you can do is start exploring and investigating stories. Go see if using stories instead of just publishing stuff onto your feed It might work better. You might get more responses. You might garner more interest. Um, Use story highlights. So, story highlights on Facebook allow you to take that temporary feature off your story. It allows you to keep it more permanently into your story. Use video text and photos in vertical. So, this is just something that applies to mobile phones, to smartphones, is that content is always vertical on smartphones, typically. People don't want to turn their phone sideways unless they're watching a movie. So, shoot and create your content with a vertical, if not vertical, make it square. Any content that you produce. Then we've got more competition. So, this environment is competitive. You might look at Dewpoint and say, Dewpoint's not competitive. But prospecting and trying to get people's attention is very much a competitive environment. What you're doing constantly in life is you're actually competing for interest, you're competing for people's time And attention. And so because it's competitive, if you want to win, you have to be better than everybody else. All right? And so what we can do is we can target the right audience. If you're targeting the wrong audience, you're not going to get their attention. Target the right audience. If you become an expert at entrepreneurship, you're not going to join a cooking group. Right? And your niches can go beyond entrepreneurship. Right. I'm a petrol head, so I've got interest in cycling uh, and, let's say, Porsches. I can join the Porsche group. I can feed entrepreneurship into the Porsche group if it's relevant and it has context. Right. So be aware of the audience that you're producing content for. Make sure your content is always of the highest quality. That scratched lens on your smartphone, you're going to have to sort that out. Right, Learn from Metrics. So the beauty from a business point of view with regards to digital media and social media is that we've been able to measure everything. And you can do the same thing. Go ask Lynette. She measures everything. She's got a list of all the posts that she does, the wording that she uses, the images that she's posted, and she tracks how many responses she's getting from every single one of those. Why would you keep posting stuff that doesn't work? You start to post the stuff that does work, and then you start experimenting with that. Change a word or two, change the image. Right? The beauty of social media and digital content is that you can always measure the metrics and make your content better. Understand what works and what doesn't work. Split testing is exactly that. Split testing is when you go. So I've got lots of. Pe- I've had many people come to me uh, in this business and say, "Oh, I've got uh, I've got a database." of 10,000 people or I've got access to whatever, whatever, you know, thousands of people. That is exactly when you start to employ split testing. Split testing is when you separate one group of contacts that you have into many groups and you do a different strategy on each group, right? But it's only two strategies. So you'll take, for example, let's say you've got a group of 1,000 contacts and you want to WhatsApp those 1,000 contacts. You don't send the same WhatsApp to all 1,000 and then wait. You split them up. You take 50 and you say, right, I'm going to take the 50. I'm going to split them into 25 and 25. I'm going to send this message to this bunch. I'm going to send this message to the other bunch. You measure the response. Wow, message A got a way bigger response than message B. Message B is rubbish. The next 50 people. You take message A. You create message C. You measure the response. Wow, message C did better than the original message A. Let me use message C. If you keep doing that, by the time you message the last 50 people in the 1,000, you have got the best message available to you, right? That is what split testing is. So be aware of these trends. Messaging eats the world. Messaging is now becoming quite prominent. So we all know WhatsApp, Facebook Messenger is extremely popular. We've got all these messaging apps starting to happen. How do we start using messaging to our advantage? Well, If you start a business page, you can enable Facebook Messenger. If you've got a personal profile page, they can message you anyway. But you can enable that and disable it uh, on a business page. You can set up auto-responses, right? So you can say to somebody, I will get back to you in two hours. I will get back to you today, right? So that people get a response immediately when they message you. um, And then reply systematically. So have a system whereby you contact people. Don't just... Respond to people when you feel like it. Higher your standards. Get back to people. If you decide you're getting back to people the same day, you make sure you've responded to every message before you go to bed. Right? So have a system in place. Because when you start getting popular and you start getting a lot of responses and you start systematizing this whole social media platform for yourself, you have to start becoming efficient at what you're doing. You won't cope. Uh, with the responses that you're getting with two point
2: we've been provided the tool on Facebook everyone should be engaging with it everyone should be using the the the, the, the tool is the tool is another way to get people right I engage everyone on my team to use it but not everyone people have fear; they've got fear or phobia for social media it's okay if they can't use it I always respect that but for somebody that says oh no I can't get people on face to face then what are you doing? Then you can't get people, you know. So there's another way for you to get people then. Why don't you use what point has provided then for you to get people? What's the phobia about? Because it's a tool to get people to, be, to make money with, with business. I think people, they need to, um, we need to adjust. It's times, you know, we need to adjust like with social media it's there it's evolving in fact it's developing every day in fact it's an amazing amazing platform to connect people you know okay my message to people who wants to use facebook is always
1: always always be honest do not try to to uh, entice i think it's a word people to join your company if you you will ruin your entire business and once you've ruined that you will never get people to believe you again. That's my main rule. Facebook is magic because we are talking to billions of people and Just keep on keeping on because it's the same as normal uh, or face-to-face marketing. You know, not everybody's going to join, but you've planted that little seed and just keep on planting and your rewards will be in abundance.
0: Hmm. So as we come to the end of this Dev Seminar, who wants to start using social media more and become more proficient at social media? Okay, some of you are still going, he hasn't shown me how to set up a Facebook page. <laughs> I know there's some of you. Become more proficient, right? This dev seminar was about adhering to principles that are easy to adhere to if you're aware of them and you align yourself with those principles. And so you are very free to go get more proficient at some of the things that we've discussed. So, go Google because there are experts way more knowledgeable than me out in the world, right? The difference between a Facebook profile and a Facebook page, if you don't know the difference. Set up a Facebook page, not a profile, you've got a profile already, how to set up a Facebook page, that's a business page. Take better photos on my phone, I've seen some of the photos, right? Take better photos. Take better videos on my phone. People will tell you. You will learn about things like light and shutter speed and filters and all kinds of things. Ideas for Facebook page posts. There's a whole world of ideas out there that will help you come up with creative posts. Right? As long as you don't do the things we mentioned that you're not allowed to do, go out and experiment. Go out and experiment. Measure what works. Start to understand what works for you and what doesn't. Lynette took years to get to a system that works for her. Years. It's not going to happen overnight, right? You've got to just put yourself into this uh, process of learning. And then build a personal brand on social media. Go Google that. There are experts on branding that will tell you exactly how to make your brand online look the best that works for you. All right. And with that, I wish you the best of luck going out there in the world of social media. Don't let me catch you doing anything naughty. I'll suspend you. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We've dealt with that in the past. People seem to be behaving themselves. Those pages that I showed you, that happened years and years ago. Um, Everyone's being very good on Facebook. And remember, come to our Facebook page. Subscribe to our page and use all the content that we produce. Uh, We are going to be stepping up our game from a social media point of view. And so we're going to be producing a lot of content for you that you can use to your benefit. Thank you.